Okay, good morning everyone. Uh, very, very warm welcome to today's uh, early morning basis as well um, good morning guys hope you're all well let's get straight into it then um, so just as a quick introduction um, all profitable traders each and every time you get to your trading desk you need to make some decisions regarding trade selection you know what markets do we trade uh, and if you understand why you're trading those markets it really does help allow you to feel a little bit more comfortable about what you're doing um, where do you then enter those markets where do you exit how do you manage risk hopefully prior to entry Risk is not something you should be um, sort of playing with once you're in that trade. You know, it's very hard to make consistent decisions if, you, if you're chopping and changing what you're doing. Um, try and, and stay consistent as best you can. Uh, how do you manage each trade to hopefully a successful outcome? And trade psychology, you know, these markets, they do have their own psychology. Plus, you've got to take into account um, your own psychology as an individual uh, trader and um so that's what we cover in this session every day and we do address these considerations live uh, through our live trade rooms um, and we're we're strong advocates of being consistent in the trades that we look for being disciplined with our own capital we don't want to be too frivolous at the moment you may be aware you know certainly for the majority of this week we've been taking half the normal trade size that we normally take and we've been sort of almost dipping into a few uh, isolated trades um, we don't really have a coherent picture for these markets just yet um, and I'll explain what I mean in a little bit more detail um, so be consistent in what you do be disciplined with your capital and of course be patient as well okay so um, so the first thing as always let's have a look at the news flow let's see if there's any major news events that we need to prepare for um, it, it's been a certainly a very very interesting week from a from a news uh, data-driven fundamental perspective um, we've had we've got this um, increasing rate environment uh, we've got higher inflation we've got high well the PPI came in uh, slightly lower than expected but still broadly uh, really quite high last week our CPI figures were uh, we were up at sort of 7.9 percent uh, in the US um, so we've got this inflation background and it's something that the the, the central banks are really now concerned about we are looking at um six more rate hikes um by the end of the year for the fed now um wednesday we had the fomc so we've had a 25 basis point increase so we can plan and prepare for these markets in a very particular way um 
the problem we've had so far is we've not had the markets moving in a anticipated direction basically so we are still in this sort of quite patient phase at the moment um it's quite worrying when you get retail sales numbers um if if this higher inflation environment you know fundamentally um impacts demand it has all sorts of knock-on knock-on effects um and there's a lot of talk now about sort of moving towards recession so we want to try and get on the right side of of uh, all of these developments um and and what we have is an environment of potentially quite bearish fundamentals and sentiment but actually currently quite positive technicals and and that's that's the dilemma for us that's the issue for us at the moment um same situation for the boe um we're likely to get a series of of rate hikes um 25 basis point yesterday um we had a very very sharp reaction in the pound actually we, we saw some very significant selling um kicking in really quite quite quickly uh, a lot of that has been recovered um and and that's what i mean about these markets not performing as per expectations so um we'll have a look at the pound and just over the course of today we've we've had the boe um the sorry the boj should i say the bank of japan um keeping rates uh in negative territory minus um 0.1 um, so no major surprise there. We'll have a look at the end now in a second. Uh, what do we have this afternoon? Um, core retail sale figures, um, existing home sales for the Canadian economy in the US. So nothing of any major concern. Still, the geopolitical developments are, are, are kind of fully in charge. Um, so any developments uh, with regards to war in um, in Russia will impact markets quite significantly. There's now talk about China. Um, looking to um, uh, the, there's there's suspicions let's say on on the American side that China are sort of supporting Russia in in in, in the war in Ukraine. Um, they're denying it, of course, but um, the U.S. are not so sure. So, what sort of market condition have we have? Um, we've been quite open in the sense that we are looking for further downside in these indices markets. Um, the uh, the market fundamentals and the sentiment can support further downside. Uh, we're just not seeing the price action just yet. So actually, we're. I mean, yesterday we pushed higher, but we kind of retraced. If I zoom in a little bit more, this is the S and P, by the way, uh, the S and P five hundred. So we we've got this little level up here at forty four twenty one, and prices bounced off that level yesterday, and we kind of retraced thirty forty percent. So today's price action is going to be quite interesting. It, it felt for most of yesterday that the markets were just taking a bit of a pause. Um, but then we started to see some progress as the day was unfolding. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see if today we break above uh, the 44.21 for the S&P. Uh, if I just get up my pen quickly. Um, this will now represent a bit of a structural failure trade to the upside. So our, our bias is very much to the downside currently. Um, that very well could change. Uh, we've got this little high in here at the 41.21. And what that means is this market has made a previous low. We've, we get the inevitable pullback. And then we get the next opportunity to make a new low and it fails. So that's the first 
little bit of question mark over the price action then we pull back a little bit and then we see if we can make an, another leg to the downside and that fails so now we're we're kind of on and we're really kind of not 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 necessarily surprised because these markets have been resilient at times when you'd expect them to move in certain directions and, and they just sort of sit or they in this case move in the opposite direction to the to the to the direction in which you would expect them to move so there's nothing wrong with this sort of resilience um and that's a word we've been using in these uh industry markets for 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 years now is that out and out resilience in the face of negative news so really positive move over the last couple of days really um surprisingly so in our opinion but what's important for us now is if we break this 44 21 level if we break this level to the upside that actually represents a, a clearly defined structural failure trade to the upside. So at that point, if we start seeing these kick in across the board, we can begin to shift our um, our bias to the upside for indice markets. Maybe this is a flaw that we can <clears throat> we can work with. Um, at the moment, we're still below strong resistance, and although it's a bit harder to see in markets like the Dow Jones. Uh, we're in a kind of a similar position. We made a, a low. Now we're making higher lows. And those of you that are familiar with your technical analysis, if you have a series of higher highs and higher lows, you know, it's the potential of an uptrend. Uh, lower lows and lower highs is downtrend. So we've been clearly, we've been in this little downtrend opportunity for a little while. And now it looks like this is beginning to change. Um, and really, the, we've, we've already we've already broken above that level now for for the Dow Jones. So I think this is the first one. I don't think the um, let me have a quick look. Yeah, we're not quite there yet with the S and P and the the Nasdaq, but we are seeing uh, this structural failure trade, you know, begin to to play play through this market now. So we're above this level. Um, we're just not sure if this move here in the Dow is as genuine as perhaps um, it might be. And the, the only reason for that is that we're not really there yet with the S&P and the NASDAQ. So, and, and what we're really apprehensive about is another downside move. That's what we're looking to capture. We're, we're not looking to capture this sort of slow grinding push higher. It's actually the next leg to the downside that we're looking to try and get involved in. So I hope that makes sense. It's, it's kind of a, we're, we're kind of offside currently because the markets are moving in the opposite direction that we want them to. But that's because we've we've done our analysis and we have a trade plan which is looking for kind of risk off market conditions and we haven't seen those yet. So what we can be is a little bit patient. We don't need to be too anxious. We don't need to be jumping into these little uh, smaller moves higher. Um, we can be patient and wait for that risk off condition to kick in and it just hasn't done so yet surprisingly but again with these markets we shouldn't be surprised about anything really okay so um really like a, a big move all week in in the in the Nikkei um but we, we'll certainly have more of a focus on European and US markets Bitcoin that many of you um like to just monitor we've got a bit of narrowing of price action as you can see um so we've got this price action sort of narrowing so really we're going to see if we get a 
actually a breakout back to the upside. This is an important level here, or whether we're going to get close uh, and, and prices will start moving lower. So either way, there's kind of a narrowing right now. So um, it, it's, it's a difficult trade to call. Um, so look, let's look at commodities quickly before we look at the dollar. So this was our move yesterday above the $98 level, really significant move um, up to 104.5. Let's see, 104, 104.50. So really, really strong move to the upside yesterday. Really good trade there. Um, strong pullback, as you can see, over the last, what are we, 15 minutes over the last um, hour or so. Um, and, and that's the problem. And um, there is issues with with entries and stop losses. You, you, you're having to to work with really big stop losses in many of these markets. Um, okay, so commodities. Where are we at? That's the all important question. We're still actually quite bullish. Uh, oil and um, and gold. Still quite bullish. Um, if I just bring this back to yesterday's high, we're now trading below yesterday's high. We, 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 we were talking yesterday about the need for these markets to play themselves out and, and to really sort of reveal what, what they're looking to do. And, and there's so many conflicting aspects to these markets at the moment. It is, um, it feels like it's kind of a wait and see type environment. And if that's the case, we can look to be a little bit more patient than normal. We can reduce trade size if we do get into trades. Um, we can protect ourselves in that way just by being, I suppose, a little bit more prudent um, with risk management. We don't need to be too uh, too aggressive with these markets. We'll, and that's really what we want to do. We, there's, there's times when um, you, know, you do want to be quite aggressive with these markets. And there's other times when you want to be a little bit more cautious. And we're going through that little period now of just a little bit more caution than perhaps we would like and um, yesterday nice move higher followed by a bit of a strong reversal um in gold uh, and we do like gold and oil ultimately higher but um we're waiting to see if we do get that risk on trade coming through these markets and at the moment we're not seeing that so i mean broadly after all these central banks we're seeing a lot of quite positive price action across the board uh, it's like as if the markets are kind of accepting what the central banks are saying and um, responding really quite positively. We just want to make sure that that is genuine and that is not just a, a few days of kind of uh, positivity before the, the the real moves start to kick in. That's what we're sort of anticipating. Um, so the yen pairs, again, further weakness. Um, you can see uh, the, the, the dollar yen. And we're just up at these recent highs. So let's have a quick flick through the dollar first, um, the euro dollar, just bouncing off this little monthly low. The red line on screen means monthly lows. The um, the green line uh, represents monthly highs. And broadly speaking, and there is a there is a bit of a nuance here, but um, we're looking for selling opportunities below monthly lows. It gives us that extra confidence for for prices to continue lower um, over the course of the, the, the coming weeks uh, when you have these monthly lows and they provide really decent, strong levels of support and resistance. Um, so that's why, and, and the euro dollar is actually now below, 
or sorry, is still below that monthly low. Yesterday's rejection was quite interesting. So a bit of dollar strength creeping in. Um, we've we had a, a fairly strong rejection yesterday in in these markets. If I just take you into the to the pound. So there was your um, your BOE um, increasing rate. We saw a very instant reversal, and we've recovered. You know, three quarters of that move to the upside. So we can identify uh, these lows down here. So this market's created a bit of a low. Um, a reasonable amount of consolidation actually over the course of the Asian session and last night. So we're not. We want to see how this market plays out. Basically, we're not going to be too aggressive with it. Um, on the daily, we do multi-time frame analysis, so we want to see what's going on across different time frames. And um, so far, it's looking quite uninspiring. The overall momentum and direction is to the downside, so that's really why we're looking for when those moves kick in for that risk-off trade. We'll see the dollar strengthen. We'll probably see the yen strengthen. We'll probably see gold kick on to the upside, and we're looking to prepare for those types of moves. Um, we're just not getting those risk-off market conditions just yet. So um, again, be patient. Uh, the dollar Swiss really pulling back into these uh, into these highs in here. So we've got decent level of potential support uh, around this this sort of price point here, which is currently where we're at. So you would expect when we get some dollar strength, we'd probably expect a bit of further upside for the dollar Swiss. And the dollar CAD next. So what we'll do is we'll put together our trade plan. So the CAD, if, if we just look at the sort of the, the, the dollar CAD, the Aussie dollar and the New Zealand dollar, you know, these are your commodity currencies. So we're seeing a bit of a, a relief rally, let's say, in, in the Aussie, the New Zealand and, and the Canadian dollar. So we're seeing those strengthen against the US dollar. Um, there is fairly significant support levels um, just below these kind of these current lows. So again, the opportunity to the downside is not is not that attractive. Um, you know, there's actually I suppose aspects of a um, Uh, an ascending triangle. So there's there's these these little points in these markets where where buyers look to to enter and start pushing prices higher, and um, we have an upward trend line here, which which we have sellers looking at this level and looking to squeeze price together, and it's the breakout of this price action is what we're looking for. So again, we can we we just want to almost stalk these markets at the moment and just try and wait for the right type of opportunities. So. We got into this a um, uh, couple of days ago, and um, it's surprising to see it accelerate the way that it has. But um, it was a decent trade a couple of days ago, and it's just you know really continued that little path to the upside. So we have potentially um, a turnaround in markets like the euro dollar to the downside, so a bit of mild bit of dollar strength, and we got some dollar weakness against the CAD Aussie in New Zealand. So really, the U.S. dollar, if we do a strength and weakness indicator, um, the U.S. dollar is kind of middle to weak 
uh, as things currently stand, we have the CAD, the Aussie, and the New Zealand slightly stronger, and we have markets like the um, the euro and the, the pound actually slightly weaker. Do we have any further clarity in the euro pound? We're interested to see if we could, you know, kick on to the upside yesterday for the euro. Um, we're certainly inching a little bit closer to the uh, to the eighty four sixty level up at these highs in here, um, but really, you could put a little bit of a blanket over this bit of price action. Okay, so consolidation really uh, across most of these markets, um, and we've got some further upside for the yen. You see, these are now very extended moves. Um, uh, very linear so really you would expect a bit of a correction at some point which is why we're sort of a little bit more reluctant to be looking at buying opportunities uh, up at these extended highs so um so really we've got we've got market conditions which are which are not not fantastic there's mixed there's no doubt there's mixed fundamentals um out there as well it's you know these markets are are really wrecking people's heads but um we, we can just be a little bit patient and just wait and see how these markets unfold so it's hard to put together our trade plan we want to remain open let me show you what what we were looking at yesterday Um, let me move this on one. So yesterday we were looking at pound strength, which we saw in the build-up to the BOE, and then we saw out-and-out out pound weakness. Um, so we couldn't really get into that, to be fair. Um, we were looking for risk-off market conditions, which never came. Um, and um, I suppose the big move yesterday was really in, in the oil markets above that $98. We were looking at it yesterday in, in, in the... In the in the trade session so we need to we need to put together our trade plan and it's uh it's not that straightforward this morning it's, it's even quite difficult to identify levels um are we advocates of further risk on not really oil further to the upside we don't like the yen pairs because there's they're at such a, an elevated price now if it started to roll over and the indices were pushing lower and the dollar was strengthening a bit there'd be a decent trade there in the pound yen currently we're facing the wrong way And this is what I mean, if we can be patient and if we can know that this is just, I mean, we're really, we've we've bounced off the 124 uh, and we're up at the 131. So that's a 700 pip move. Um, and it's pretty straight line, isn't it? Um, over a course of period of major disruption for, for, for financial markets. Um, it's just the, the, it's just capital has really come out of the end. Well, this is one of these trading sessions that are really not nice. Okay, 
Right, we're going to go where the, the, the clearly the, the, the moves are, are based. Um, we continue to look at oil. We put together this trade plan, guys. We'll put it into the chat box. Um, we'll go oil to the upside above 102.63. So further upside for oil. Would we get it today? We might not. It's been a bit of a tough week for financial markets. Okay, let's go. Let's go with the dollar CAD um, below the one. So dollar CAD to the downside below the one twenty six eleven. Um, let's have a look at the the Aussie dollar. Um, still looking at a further upside, the seventy three ninety three. Um, and that's the, the Aussie dollar. And we've got the New Zealand dollar as well. And we won't be certainly trading all of these by any stretch, but we might sort of get into one or two of these opportunities. Um, um, and we look at the 68.98 level. 68.98. So look, it's not the most um, exciting of trade plans for us today. So what is our overall, we want to give that sort of risk off market condition. We don't really have the, the strength in the pound either. Um, so our market conditions are, I mean, let's call it as we see it, are quite mixed. Um, yeah, let's just, let's just leave it at that. So basically, for those of you that are perhaps new to this session, our trade plan obviously changes every day and it can even change, um, you know, from session to session. So uh, this is our this is what we're looking for. We can certainly amend this trade plan depending on what's going on over the course of the day. But majority of the time we end up trading this trade plan um, for the day. So. Um, This is our trade plan. We'll be as specific as, as we can. Three. And then we've got. Um, yeah, let's go with these commodity currencies looking to sell below 126.11. Go with the Aussie dollar next. USD. And looking to buy above the 73.93 level. And last but not least, we'll go with the New Zealand dollar. Looking to buy above the 68.98. Okay, so there's our trade plan. We're not too enamored with it, to be fair. It's not jumping out at us to be you know really aggressive with these markets by any stretch we've got mixed market conditions we've got mixed fundamentals we've got um sort of slightly obscure sentiment really right now and these markets clearly need a bit of time to, to try to settle so this is our trade plan i'm going to post it into the chat box guys we're going to switch across to our live trade room now and look to um really look into these trades and see if we can position ourselves in these markets or not. Um, so we'll apply that. I've just posted the trade plan. So just to review, 
broadly speaking, we're looking at quite mixed market conditions that we've, we've seen an awful lot this week. Um, and there seems to be a little bit of a lull or a pause, perhaps. And if that's the case, then we can be patient. And if it, if it starts to pick up and be a little bit more active over the course of the trading day, then, of course, we can get involved. But we're certainly trading smaller size than normal at the moment. Um, so we're looking at the U.S. oil above the 102.63. We're looking at the, the dollar CAD, a bit of dollar weakness against the commodity currencies, um, looking to sell the dollar CAD below 126.11. Um, looking to buy the Aussie dollar above the 73.93 and looking to buy the New Zealand dollar above the 68.98. So that's our trade plan. Just posted it into the chat box there for you guys. So on that note, uh, thanks very much for joining us. If you've got any questions, feel free to post them into the chat box um, and we'll get back to you um, pretty soon on that. So look, thanks very much for joining us. Um, just to let you know that we do trade these markets fully live and interactive. Uh, we trade the European session and also the US trading session every single day. So if you want to join us for that, um, we can certainly um, uh, you know, answer any questions you have about these markets, about how you engage with them. So it's, it's, a, it's a fully live um, environment. So you're very welcome to join us. And you can do so now for just $29 per calendar month. So there's it's very straightforward membership um, plan. Uh, for more information, just go to the live trade room.com. And we're happy to um, we'll get back to you as soon as we can. So on that note, my pleasure, guys, thanks, as always, we'll see you again now, of course, on Monday. So uh, enjoy your weekend, <clears throat> make the most of it. And we'll see those of you uh, in in the uh, in the trade room now in just about two minutes time so from everyone here at the live trade room take care have a great weekend um don't be too anxious with these markets at the moment don't be too aggressive let's be patient let's stay calm uh, and look for the high probability trades to come our way thanks very much take care bye for now